All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 10 of the Dunk Dynasty podcast. Back in action, a little bit of a milestone. We'll hit the decade mark with these episodes, finally into double digits. We're back again, back in action. Got myself, Panashi Yashanu. We've got Trey Mitchell, Trigger Trey, back in action. Jed Mitchell, back-to-back episodes. He's here. Missing Ethan, but it's all right. You know, trio, quad, doesn't matter. Every single week, we are coming at you with uh, two episodes a week. So we're rocking and rolling, fellas. Uh, what's happening? What's good? Another good week of the NBA. We had the trade deadline. Some say it wasn't the best, but I think we've just been spoiled the last couple of years with the trade deadline with big-name players being traded. We were expecting a little bit more big trades to happen, like the John Tay Murray and Zach Levine, but we'll get into more later in the episode. We got let down, man. I feel like we got let down a little bit. All this, uh, yeah, maybe we're spoiled, but I thought there was a little bit of hype here. People telling us, you know, this guy's going to move, this guy's going to move. Lakers-wise, I wanted us to get DeJounte. We got no one, so that's sick. So we're looking no, real good. Hey, there was like 30 second-round picks that got traded. I don't know. Oh. If you don't get hyped for that, you're not, a, you're not a true fan. I love, I I love a drafting trade. You might find a Jokic, bro. You never know. You might find a, a Jokic in there somewhere, and then all of a sudden, 2024, this pick that I talk smack about could be the guy who leads a, a team to a championship. Um, but as we look at it, uh, NBA trade de- deadline, you know, finally came upon, upon us. We're kind of discussing it a little bit here, but overall scope of things, winners and losers, as we assess, what do we think? Who do you think won? Who do you think lost? A lot of deals happened, even though it wasn't the the big key players we thought, but what do we, what do we think? Who's the winners? Who's our winners and losers? I, I I might have to shock everyone here, but I think the Mavericks won. Like everyone goes on about the Knicks not giving up a first for Bogdanovich or whatever. Yeah. I think Alec Burks. I I watched the Mavericks game today, and geez, Daniel Gafford and PJ Washington. Luca was throwing lobs left, right, and center. He took what. Well, you only had to take 14 shots to get 30 points. Like They just mm. made it easier for him against the Thunder, too, who had been playing so good this year. Like one of the they top seeds. Yeah. yeah that's a good trade. I look at that. I'm like, that's a good trade. Because that team, like a lot of people, we were talking about it last time, to say we're complaining, to say the Mavs aren't making moves. They're not doing anything to, to really build around Luka. Then all of a sudden, like, I mean, sorry, they're not making additional moves other than Kyrie. But now, come in, get these bigs. It's good as well because now you need bigger bodies because Lively was going down a little bit with injuries. And then also you think about it, if you play those teams with, you know, bigger teams like the Timberwolves or if you play the Nuggets, now you've got an additional body and uh, Gaffer to come in there. Uh, Washington's not as big a body to guard centers, but I'd I'd rather have Gaffer than Lively in a series against like a, a, a Timberwolves and Nuggets. So that's good move. And bro, like you say, Luca, more people to dime to. And now I feel like they get 48 minutes of what Luca likes to play with, which is big men who can roll hard, catch lobs. And for him, opens up his space because if he gets trapped, boom, lob it up, catch and dunk. What so about, the, what about the, Grant, the, Grant, the Grant Williams drama? You see that? The report that they soured on him? Like that was yeah. like, I've never been a He started wearing guy. Jason Tatum shoes. Like, of course, you're going to get your ass traded. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, apparently it's like a locker room just like annoyance. Like I don't know what I mean. They just didn't go into detail, but they said no. he's 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 annoying in there. It's probably it's we probably like just seen got... it. We should have seen it come in though. Deuce wouldn't dap up Grant Williams in the locker room. <laughs> yeah. That was the sign. Yeah, the, the Deuce radar was going off. Yeah, he, oh, he was really, we we didn't know early, early doors. You know, far out, bro. The, the Mavs. The Mavs crowd was going insane today, watching, like, they looked so excited. Well, they sounded so excited. With, yeah. Like, Gaffin was getting standing ovation when he was getting all these offensive rebounds over, like, Chet and stuff. It was, it was actually so good to watch. I feel like I'm a Mavericks fan now, you know? Damn. Yeah. You might need to pick them for the playoffs since the Wizards won't make it. You can get a little bit of an <laughs> allowance, get a pass, hey, you know? A whole pass, a whole pass to be a Mavs fan in the playoffs. Don't rule out the... You know, don't rule out the Wizards just yet. <laughs> Late season. I think, they've got cross, I, I think they've already got a cross beside the um, team. Oh, 
My winner, I've got uh I've got the 76ers. Well, it's a it's combination of trade and buyout. Because I felt like whoever I felt like Buddy Hilde was was the guy for a lot of teams. A lot of teams need another shooter who can create for himself as well. And boom, Buddy Hilde, go to Philly, go out there, space the floor. Once they get healthy, once they get Embiid back, once they get uh Maxi all healthy, I feel like these guys will make a nice little push to end the season. And I felt like, yeah, Buddy Hield was my guy. I want, I want, I wanted him to come to Lakers two years ago. Palinka didn't want to pull the trigger, and now he's going to a team that pulled the trigger for him, paid up. I think Philly are looking very good, which I'll expand upon when we discuss our buyout stuff as well. Yeah, can't forget about the Knicks though. That's class, you know, Bogdanovich and uh, what's the name and Alec Burks. They're really like mm. talking up for that for that deep playoff run. I've got a little friend. <laughs> I mean. Are you backing them? Are you backing the Knicks to make a run? I'm backing them to maybe make a run for the finals. And I feel like they're like slowly building year on year. And it's just class because the Knicks were such a tragic franchise for so long. But mm. like, yeah, you think about it. It's Bogdanovich. I'm not saying it wrong. Eh? Yeah, Bogdanovich. Yeah. 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 Um, he'll clutch. Yeah. He's clutch. He's old, but he's clutch. He's like, yeah. he's a killer. He's a big body as well. He's not going to be a. Like he's not going to be a negative on defense. He's not going to be a plus, but he's just going to be a guy who can hold his own, you know? And Alec Burks, he can make shots. I feel like they're well-tooled. Yeah. I feel like the finals, like, especially on the East, I feel like it's, you got the Celtics, but they've been looking pretty, like, shoddy lately too. Like, I don't know, yeah. The, you get the Cavs on a good run. I reckon the Cavs can beat the Celtics, like especially how they're playing at the moment. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. I feel like the, the Cavs, Cavs, like there's always a team in the NBA that is streaking for the last month. I feel like Cavs are just that team. I don't yeah. expect because you, you got to remember, like they also were a little bit blessed with like they had certain injuries in certain positions, which allowed them to play like a more like a play style that was more beneficial towards winning. When they've had Garland and Donovan Mitchell on the on the court at the same time, it's not really been that pretty. It's looking pretty good at the moment with all of them back, but it's, you know, I feel like over time, those same issues will start to pop up again. Same with yeah. Allen and Mobley. Like, they're, they're just, they're just a clunky team that I just, yeah. But they've got the defense to beat the Celtics, so. Yeah. I don't know if they have the defense to beat them. I, like, they really don't. Like, they can shoot the ball, but in a seven-game series, like, no way. I know. Like, Mobley has yeah. to defend out on the perimeter. He's, he's not going to defend inside. Jerry Allen, same thing. He's not going to be defending inside if we have to de- uh, defend out on the perimeter because he'll be guarding Porzingis. So, I, I'm like, the shot blocking gets completely negated. And none of those... Like, Donovan Mitchell's never been a good on-board defender. Like, you look back at that series against the Clippers back in the day, people roast Gobert and say, oh, it was him because they were giving up threes. Well, actually, like, Mitchell's not a very good on-ball defender. And if he has to guard Tatum, Jalen Brown, Derek White, like, bro, good luck, bro. You're not going to do very well there. And he, he, he like, diverts to hero ball too much. That's what I think they, what, what they struggle, well, what Donovan Mitchell teams have struggled with in the playoffs is sometimes he's so good that they just try to go with that. And it's, it's not really the... the, the yeah, he, he, he plays pretty well in the playoffs. Yeah. But if you go back to your your team, your your winner did. Who's your winning team? Your winning team for for the deadline. The Knicks. The Knicks. I oh, so you got Knicks. The, okay. Well, the trade deadline and just the whole trade se- season, because you got to remember yeah. they also got OG and Anobi. Like yeah. I feel like the team that's gotten like improved the most through trades this year has to be the Knicks. Do you do you call a championship for them? Like based off nah, of the nah, trades, but, but, but I finals. Oh, like, I'm like, sorry. Uh, we are Eastern Conference Finals, let's say, instead. I feel like they have a good playoff series this year. They earn the right to make moves, to make mm. a real go at it. I like, I'd i love to see them Western Conference Finals. But for me, I don't really see anyone but the, the Celtics or the Bucks or possibly a healthy um, 76ers coming out of the East. I, I'm not going to rule the Bucks out just yet. I know a lot of people hating on the Bucks, but like, you know. I have the Knicks in the same situation as the Raptors were in a couple of years ago where I think this season, I think this is a, I think Julius Randall's done no matter what. Cause I just don't, I think look at the way that they've played in some of the games without him. And then I think in the playoffs when they, when everyone's playing, like I said, I just don't trust Julius Randall. I don't like his style of play in the playoffs. Like what you show me twice, you'll show me a third time this year. I, well, I have no doubt about it. And I think after this postseason, 
they'll pull the trigger, get rid of Randall, they'll bring someone else in. And I think that someone else, depending on who it is, is the person that will help them get closer. to. I just don't know if we'll get them to the promised land, but we'll get them much closer than Julius Randall, in my opinion. LeBron. Hey? But he was wearing the Knicks towel after the, yeah, after the game. Yeah. Julius Randall for the Lakers homecoming. You know? Oh, my God. You know what? Wouldn't mind... Uh, well, that means I have to become a Knicks fan, which would be tough, but I don't mind it. Spike Lee, I got hey. James Dolan out there. You know, I've got like, uh, there's a lot of superstars out there. So I'll go from LA to, to New York. I don't mind it. Charles feel... Oakley on the, on, the, on the bench. I don't think he's allowed in the arena. So yeah, no. <laughs> maybe get a new owner James, when LeBron James comes Dolan, over there. James Dolan would be beefing. Um, when LeBron comes in, yeah, maybe use some of those bullies to buy the team, maybe. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, but imagine, like, I feel like you might feel uncomfortable being a Knicks fan, but imagine those parades. Imagine the scenes if Knicks get a championship, because, you know, like, Knicks faithful. They've been waiting for it. You They're can't really... give New York nice things. We saw that when Kaisen yeah. did that stream out on on, yeah. uh, on New York Boulevard, and they all came out and trashed and rioted all of New York. You can't give New York nice things. That's why I'm like, I don't, I don't know. know if you can give them a championship because they might come out there, trash the city, bro. But looking at some other teams that made some nice little uh, sneaky under the, well, not under the radar, but Thunder got uh, Gordon Hayward, which I thought was another pretty good, pretty good deal. Uh, I think that's yeah. a nice little additional wing wing player to have in there, particularly looking at how that team is uh, structured, but, you know, the way that they play Josh Giddy. I just, you know, Josh Giddyard in the playoffs, I don't think is going to be very useful or successful. And I think he's going to be played off the court. And I think that's when Gordon Haywood is going to, is going to be a perfect fit because yeah, if teams are leaving Josh Giddy open and able to double team on, on uh, uh, Shea, that's not going to help you. And you, pro- and you probably don't want your center defending Josh Giddy. Like you don't want, if you're OKC, you don't want the other team's center being able to guard Giddy. You want to have, Chet Holmgren going up against the other team center and using the ability to open up the floor by shooting the three or taking them one on one. So I think that's a good deal. Yeah. Um, what's that? He's gonna go from the slob wizard to the log wizard, right in the pine. Oh god. <laughs> oh man, is there is there any hope for Giddy? I mean, he's got uh, some nah, to be fair, he's got some elite parts of his game. Like, you watch any of the inbounds players, like it is it is God tier. I feel like it, he, he it doesn't have, make up for he, four and five basketball. Was that? It doesn't make up for four and five basketball. No, but like late game, like I feel like you need an inbound. You, you're probably he's, still going to use Giddy, even if he's riding the bench, you know? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's good. It, I mean, it gives you ability yeah, to be useful there because, yeah, you don't want him on the court being the one receiving yeah. it. So it's a good, uh, good pass to the inbound. <laughs> you're right. Like, what's the name? All this, all well, this one, the main part about this trade, it just lowers the risk on Giddy, really. Like, because mm. now you can ride with Giddy, you can, you know, put uh, like all your resources in trying to get him into the team. And if it doesn't work out, you can just slot Hayward in there to finish games. It's mm. not like now you're not like, oh, fuck, we're one of our best players down because you've got Gordon Hayward, who's 33 years old and he's been and done it. Yeah, you know, like, I feel mm. like it's a, it's a good thing. And um, Gordon Hayward must be loving this. Escape the escape the Hornets, you know. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Look, I was like, and plus he might be able, to, maybe nah, maybe he does what, what Westbrook does. Was that maybe he, he does what Westbrook does? Yeah. He was going to sign another bag if he stayed with the Hornets for sure. Another bag. I don't him. think. So. Yeah. I reckon he's at the 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 career. Uh, what do you call it? That point in your career where you want to get a chip. So I think he's going to do like what what uh, what Westbrook did. Take one of those sort of deals, two year, fifteen million dollar deal. And then second year, you get the player option. I reckon that's a nice deal for him on that OKC team, especially for a guy like Haywood. You bring in that experience that you have. You know that you're going to get consistent minutes on that team. Probably not as much as you did when you were a starter, but he's, he'll get in that 20-minute to 30-minute range. He's going to be useful for them as well. And look at the team, yeah, the way that they they're did, building. They did, like, trade, potential. They did try to... Trey Mann could be interesting in this trade. I, I like I've always it. read him. He just kind of with Casey Wallace having way higher um defensive upside. I mm. feel like, you know, yeah, Trey Man just fell out of the rotation. The the Hornets did get some nice pieces in this, like with um. Yeah, I feel like they were a loser. Of the what do you mean? They got off the money. They got off the money. But uh... and plus, you take a flyer yeah. on Trey Man. That's a good flyer, in my opinion. Yeah, and um, Mishich as well. Hmm. So it's like you got and, Grant yeah. Williams, who's ass. 
No, well, the thing is, Grant Williams is actually... I actually do, like... I think I do rate Grant Williams. I think he's a good player. And I think they also got Seth Curry. So you got Seth Curry in there as well. So next season, obviously, now you kind of have LaMelo Ball able to come back with a pretty all right team. You know, you've got... When he comes back, you have Grant Williams, you have Seth Curry. Obviously, they're not going to make a freaking playoff run. We know that for sure. But it gives us a good opportunity to assess him playing with some some better... Oh, well, he's got to play with that better talent with Gordon Hayward in Washington. But I like to see him play with a, another guard in there who can shoot the ball, maybe. Grant Williams is a pretty good defender. Then you have Mark Williams as well. Miles Bridges, if they can re-sign him, which probably is not going to happen. But Brandon Miller... Weirdly enough, he, he gets buckets sometimes, eh? He just, you look at the box score after a game, because I'm not watching Hornets games. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm a, yeah. I, I have to watch the box score on those ones. But yeah. you look at it after game, oh, damn, he's got 44. Nice, nice. How did he have that, by the way? Like his game is so fascinating. I like, like I like seeing him because when, like the times when they played on um ESPN over here in New Zealand, I got to watch. I think earlier this season, he might have played. I think it was his like fourth, fifth game back. He's got like twenty, twenty-five points, but it's just so you know, it's pretty nice to watch. It's just weird though, because for a guy his size, after watching that first season when he was a rookie, and even the second year, he didn't look like he was going to be evolve into this sort of player. Then now he's actually got the ability to score pretty well, pretty consistently. Oh, his muscle bucket, so. Yeah, bro. He's used to hitting the target. <laughs> uh, he doesn't miss. He, he lands his hits. Yeah. He, he always hits, you know, always hits that man. He's a hit. Yeah. More hits than he's MJ lights, in the he's 90s. A lights, he's a lights out shooter. Yeah. <laughs> um, but overall, no, pretty good deal. I mean, also another team, the the Bucks. I mean, they they got uh, Pat Bev. I mean, they said that they wanted to get more defense. That's a pretty interesting deal. I mean, I don't necessarily think one player is going to transform you the way that they think it's going to, because I still have the same skeptic skepticism about you know you got Beverly cool, but there's one other guy there that can't defend. Name is Damian they, Lillard. So yeah, I, but like you you got a player that's going to play like ten minutes a game, like. That's it's not gonna make a hell of a difference. Yeah, so that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then like what their backup before was campaign. I feel like it's a huge upgrade. Oh, Massive. do you think so? Yeah, well, like Cameron Payne just kind of reinforces your weaknesses with that you have with Damian Lillard. Mm. And like I Yeah, I thought you'd go all out and try to get like Mikel Bridges or something. Somehow make that work. Go out with what? Yeah, you it's can't like, really trade Chris Middleton or like Bobby Porter. So it's they're pretty kind of capped over there right, in, in Milwaukee in terms of getting some some good, you know, three and D players. Yeah, and like if mm. if like they, I don't even know how many second round picks they had, but if they wanted to use those, the best player they probably could get would be Furkan Korkmaz. So like you know like <laughs> like he's he's not gonna get you buckets in the, in the thing. But Patrick Beverly could win you a quarter in the playoffs. He could yeah. he could like that's the kind of thing he's got a. Like campaign can probably just steady the ship, like at his ceiling. Patrick Beverly could probably win you the play-in tournament game. That's about it. Play-in tournament right. MVP, man, the first ever one. Mm. But I like um, a nice deal. I like though was uh, Royce O'Neal because I feel like to the him yeah. going to the Suns. I, I feel like the, the hey, Suns needed. How did they pull that off? Yeah, yeah. how did they pull that off? So I was like, man, I was like, man, like someone off those, the the Nets players, like those, all those guys had to go. I felt like you just need to move, or not all of them, but you had to move some of them. Like I thought they would have moved Dorian Finney-Smith. So I was kind of looking like Dorian Finney-Smith, where's he going to go? Then all of a sudden, like Rose O'Neill's the, the guy that moves and he's going to the Suns. Like that's the team that actually needed him. And I'm like, man, they, you could probably try to get a little bit more, but Suns don't really have much to give up anyway. And yeah. adds into that team. He fits in nicely, man. They gave the Nets players... gave up a the Nets gave up a first round pick to get Royce O'Neal too, and they gave him up for a second round. So <laughs> yeah. finesse of the sedge, man. That's he fits a nicer with that team. Like you see what they already have. They've got a nice little, you know, obviously good wing players, and then he kind of jumps in there. Another good wing player that can knock down the three, and he can defend pretty well. So now you probably got him. Grayson Allen today when they were playing the Warriors was defending Steph a lot. I don't know how you know Grayson Allen's a really Good, yeah, he tries his best. I don't know if he's as good a defender as Royce O'Neill, but so I think O'Neill brings that. Um, and then obviously they've got the scoring, and that's that's a good move, man. The Suns are a very dangerous team that you don't want to play, and now they're just getting just that you know one percent better. But that I mean, if you get one percent better and you keep doing that, bro, and buy it market, I don't know if oh they can't do anything actually, but they're, yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna play in some fire 
fire series in the playoffs. Like, yeah, hundred percent. The West, the West. I feel like there's not going to be a series that's not going to be a good watch. I think they're all going at least like six. We we're probably even looking at. You know, remember that year when there was all those uh, series that went seven games in the first round. I think in the West this year, bro, you might get the same thing because the way that these teams are all have tooled up in the trade market and then also the buyout market will become a big factor as well. Like you look at these teams, bro, it's just you, the top four seeds already show you because the top four seeds are all separated by like one game. And then now and these teams. The, the top four seeds are like kind of dipping a wee bit as moment. Oh, mm. Clippers, they're still going good. They lost that game to the Pelicans. But yeah. um, but they're all sitting yeah. on 16 or 17 losses. So it's literally just that one one game that separates them. And then you've got that next tier which is like the suns the kings the mavs the pelicans then obviously the playing teams so you look at that you're like bro like my goodness me it's got to be a war zone to get out uh, out of the west and but it makes it good for us as fans because we're going to get series after series as a banger bro yeah i mean trade market going off um yeah lots of good trades uh same thing though after some of these guys have been traded now they're entering the buyout market uh buyout market is gonna be massive for some of these uh teams that like the Lakers who say they're built for the playoffs. And, you know, the move started over the last two days. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie got added, added by the Los Angeles Lakers uh, yesterday. And then all of a sudden today, Cal Lowry gets added to the Philadelphia 76ers. So what's your thoughts on the buyout market and how much of a factor do you think is going to play in for the contenders? And also, like, basically add in another element. Like, what key players do you think are going to be, yeah, in the buyout market going to be key to you know, some championship contenders if they get them. Those two are the biggest by far, I think. Kyle mm. and uh, Spencer. Like, uh, the Lakers definitely need someone, but yeah, I don't know if he's, <laughs> I don't know if he's a big guy. But yeah, the 76ers also, I rate that one. I rate that one. Mm. They're, building out, they're building out a nice team. That's a good team. I, I think Kyle Larry's day is done. He's, he's got the experience, like he's won a championship, but I, yeah, He's not really a good basketball player anymore. I like Lowry, man. I think Lowry brings it. He's because I think he's still a good player. I really actually do. I really think he's a good player still. Like I think the F- Philly, considering who they got, they've got Cameron Payne now. They've already got Tyrese Maxey. Then now you get Kyle Lowry with more like additional maturity coming off the bench. He can come in. He can give you threes. He can come in, be a solid playmaker defensively. Even though he's a bit of a he's a thickums, but he's always been a capable defender, especially a capable team defender. So I think he helps that team. He really does. Yeah, he can make big plays down the stretch. That's yeah. the the most important thing, I think. And defensively, the young fellow get you a charge. Was the that? young fellow they played today played well. That council the fourth, whatever his name is, he looked bloody good too. Paul Reed's playing well. Paul Reed yeah. is nice. Paul Reed better keep yeah. it up, man, because yeah, when Embiid's off the court in the playoffs, you're gonna yeah, he's gonna need to you know keep keep the same momentum. But it's good for his confidence, I think, especially being able to get you know thrust into this role where he's kind of had to play big minutes and he's gonna have to do it for another what two three weeks. So I think it'd be good for his confidence come playoff time because now the coaches have confidence in him; they know he's capable, and himself as well, he knows he's got he's capable. Even though they've been losing the games, I think for him individually, it's good. What about the Lakers? What do you guys think about Spencer? Um, nothing. No, I really don't want. Into the island, mate. Yeah, Christmas got into his head. He, he's a he's he's been traded by the what the same team in back to back trade deadlines. Yeah, and uh, he's also been he's been waived just so a team could save one and a half million. He's he's been traded like four seasons in a row. <laughs> yeah, oh, I know he signed he signed with the Wizards. He signed with the Wizards. I thought he got traded to the Wizards. He got signed with the Wizards, traded to the Mavericks, traded to the Nets. I don't know why we got thing, man. I don't even know why we what like why we got freaking Spencer Dinwiddie. Like because there's that whole thing that oh he wasn't trying to to make shots. He was playing bad on purpose. No, he wasn't. And plus, like you're adding a guy who's shooting what thirty eight percent from not just no not from three thirty eight percent from the field as as everything. And I'm like, bro, like, oh, Lord Jesus. I wanted some help for LeBron, not this, bro. Like, I mean, he's a, no, I'd he's rather a work Schroeder, man. Yeah, so he's, that's what I'm saying. Like, what does that even do for you? Like, you've already got um, D'Angelo Russell. So I'm like, bro, like, what what, what are we doing? That's an additional guy who can handle the ball, play, make, but he's not shooting very well. I mean, maybe he's playing with LeBron, he'll get some open shots, but 
as a whole, but I'm not a fan of this deal, bro. I should we should Dejounte Murray should be a Laker. I'm pissed about it, man. Yeah, it was never gonna happen. God. Yeah, but don't believe to Lakers. Uh, I don't know if I'm a fan, but um, like I said, I'm happy to be proven wrong. I hope he proves me wrong, especially come playoff time, because Lakers we need something. LeBron's 39, gonna be 40 next season. Hope he doesn't come back as a Laker. Hope he goes to like. I don't know, some good team, but I mean, we'll see. But the player that I'm really looking at is uh, Marcus Morris Sr. That's the guy who I like for, for any team that's contending because I just like his ability. He's got the ability to score. He's not a liability on defense. He's similar to him and Boyan Bogdanovich. I think he's like a better version of Boyan in, in a way. So I, I like any any team he goes to. Okay, that's a that's an interesting take. But um, yeah, he's so. like Boyan. Boyan's way more of a shot maker. Way I don't know, shot. man. I think Marcus Morris can make shots at the same at the same club. I'm just that's just me. I'll see what I'll see what the stats say. Bro, he's good, bro, and he's got the ability to post. I mean, he's same as Boya. He's got the ability to post up on little defenders, go get you easy buckets, and bring him off the bench. He's started when he was on the Clippers. Like he's a good player, bro. Like take him to let, let's say for example, if the bro, if I don't know if the Nuggets got the ability to do it with that new rule, but. If the Nuggets got him off the bench and then they've got Peyton Watson, Christian Brown coming off the bench with Marcus Morris, Reggie Jackson, DeAndre Jordan, bro, GGs. Or even do like what Markeith Morris did, come to the Lakers, bro, or maybe another team. Let's think uh, the Bucks could use some stuff off the bench, bro, you know? Yeah, if you got on the Bucks, I, th- I like that for the Bucks. So well, like I said, bro, he's when... been quiet. Boyan's yeah. a 16 point per game career player, and Marcus 40%. Morris is 12 points. Yeah, and a 40% from three career player. Well, man. Marcus Morris is averages 6.7 points this year, and Boyan averages 20. Look what team Boyan is playing for, bro. Boyan is playing for literally. Look what team Marcus is playing on. Oh, no team at the moment. Wait. He was playing for Philly, bro. Look what he was doing. Bro, of course, in Philly, he wasn't going to touch the ball. It beats every 37 points, bro. One one got traded, one got waived. <laughs> hey, and he, bro, like you just see Boyan, bro. When OG comes back, he'll be off the bench as well, bro. And watch that twenty points yeah. plummet to like twelve. But yeah, you could definitely plug in like um, Morris and way more teams, and it would elevate the ceiling a lot more. Everyone loves a good wing. Everyone loves a, a wing that can defend. For all the Boyan praises, I just want you guys to go watch a game that happened about two weeks ago when uh, the Pistons played the Clippers. And I want you to go watch the fourth quarter, and I want you to tell me that Marcus Morris is not better than Boyan Bogdanovich. So just do that. Go didn't, watch. Go just go, go, go watch the whole game. Just watch the fourth quarter. Actually, go watch the last the five minutes. Play them back to back. Go watch what they did to them. Go watch what Kawhi was doing. Go watch what they did to them. They just went and killed that man. What One What did one. we do to deserve you tell to tell us to go watch a Pistons game? Because they they they. <laughs> That actually sounds like harassment. Tell me. I love bit the game, so I, I had to watch it because I was getting a little bit stressed. I was like, whoa, this guy's getting a little bit close. I have to watch this. And then Kawhi and PG started going He knew going he was getting one. traded. I don't, I don't blame the guy. He knew yeah. he was getting traded. I don't blame the guy. So is that why he got blown by on purpose because he knew he was getting traded? Yep. No, it's because yep. he played for the Pistons, so he started to hate basketball. Well, he must have hated Monty Williams too, bro. Like, who wouldn't, to be fair, the way that that team's going? But... Like, actually, shout out the Pistons because they're finally giving freaking uh, Jaden Ivey, who should have been getting minutes 100 years ago. Now he's played like 48 <laughs> minutes the other day, bro. There you go. It's about damn time. People are disrespecting oh. Jaden Ivey too much. It's about time he got some the, minutes. The guy that was getting minutes over him literally got waived. So it makes no sense. Like, especially because Jaden Ivey was the fourth pick. What was it last year or the year before? Like, what are you doing? So, oh, that's a that ties into buy at market nicely because Killian Hayes, bro, we uh, where's Killian Hayes going? But yeah, this the, the, the Wong Gong Sharks are gonna pick him up, is what's gonna happen. Time because... to learn Chinese, buddy. It's time to go. Yeah. Hey, first class, hey, actually, because he's made some millions in his career, so it's first class fight, flight straight into Guangdong, bro. Oh, he's gonna enjoy himself, you know. <laughs> Killian Hayes from France is used to eating snails, so. In China, some of the foods, you know, they've got some nice cuisines over there. So, brother, enjoy yourself over there. Oh, he might play with Boogie Cousins. Boogie Cousins is over there, I'm pretty sure. Or is he in the Philippines? One of the two. But he, he, and... could, he could join 
Dwight Howard with the Taiwan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dwight's been trying to recruit some of the players. He keeps on putting out all those TikToks. So now he's finally got a nice little French guard, you know, not the same Tony Parker mold as we all thought initially. But boom, go link up with Dwight. Go chuck him some lobs. Brother, enjoy yourself. Um, but That's interesting. Totally I mean, good players. Good players on that uh, buyout market. Another guy, Gallo as well. I hope Gallo goes to a good home. Uh, same as, yeah, same as some of the, yeah, these guys like... Uh, yeah, I'll just read up some other names. You got so we talked about Marcus Morris. You got Gallo. You got even Fournier in there as well. Some other, yeah, some low key players who are on that market. So even Fournier, I mean, he's not an amazing defender, but if a team's looking for some shooting, bring him in. Same thing. Like I'm just looking at contenders, really. Like, but some of these contenders, obviously, with the rules, maybe might not be able to get these guys. So Fournier, brother, if you like SoCal, pull up. We we're looking for you. Come to come to the the Lakers. We are taking on anyone since we took on Dinwiddie. So pull up. Is is KPJ able to be signed this year? Um, I think he's going to be he under suspension. I think he's uh doing a movie at the moment. Longest <laughs> yard part two. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, Ma, if 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 KPJ is in prison, Miles Bridges should be in prison. So what what's the difference? KBJ's girlfriend literally dropped the charges and everything. Well, KBJ, come to the, pull up, same thing, pull up to the Lakers, come to SoCal, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone, like I said, Rob Bullinger wants to take on all these freaking people. Serious, yeah. One thing I'm surprised about, though, is like a couple of teams, I thought, you know, it would be similar to like, yeah, I thought the, some, some teams would get, themselves in a position where they can beat the Nuggets. That's kind of the main thing I've been looking at. I I feel like, you know, in 2015, 2016, the thing was you wanted to beat the Warriors, so you got a lot of shooters in that start of the trend. Whereas now I feel like the best player in the league is quite clear. It's it's Jokic, and I'm like, especially if you're in the West, I'm surprised that, well, the Lakers especially didn't add another, another big body in there. Because I'm like, you know, you've got AD... He's not. He got destroyed by Jokic. Jackson Hayes just didn't have the ability to do anything on Jokic. So I'm surprised that they haven't gone out and got you know another additional big body that can play on the court and guard Jokic when you need him to. Oh yeah, when you need them to. Yeah, but no one can guard Jokic. Yeah, if you yeah, <laughs> like, if you go get a if you go get a big like you know strong defensive guy who can't really score the ball that well, Jokic isn't a good defender. So it's not like you're taking advantage of that. Like you might as well just, you know, stick with what like, you're doing. A lot of these guys no, have just, good, big defeat, uh, good big guys who are good at scoring. Um, that's probably more the way to go to beat Jokic. Man, I don't know, bro. Twenty. Remember what they did to him in that playoff series in the bubble, bro? Like they threw all the bodies at him: McGee, Dwight. Then they had AD as the third guy, and they were able to neutralize him a lot. That was before Jokic's final big leap yeah. to you know all-time greatness. That's not MVP Jokic. I know, man. He said in an interview on the podcast with MPJ the other day, he said that's the thing. That was that's the kryptonite, man. Big bodies after big bodies. That's what that's what that's what you know is able to slow him down. He even said it, bro. So I'm like, maybe get get some bring bring the gang back together. Get get Dwight on a first class fight from uh, Taiwan. Pull up Javale McGee. We get him on a little buyout from uh, Sacramento. Come back. We'll run it back. Run it back with the crew. Um. In the NBA right now, what do you think is our worst contract? Who's who's the team that's Zach sitting Levine. on a contract that's Zach, awful? Zach Levine. He has to be the worst contract. He's still got like a few years left for it's the 2026, 20, 2027 20, season. Mm. It's just a massive contract. He'll be getting earning over fifty million dollars in that in that last year. Oh and my he's, lord. They, they, they're doing better without him. That's the thing as well. And he's out for the season, so they're paying him all this money and he's not even gonna play. It has to be the worst contract. He's Bradley the... Beal's contract's so big too. Well, but Bradley he's... Beal's one I don't mind because he's actually like helping a team be competitive, and his numbers are like you know he's a team, he's a player that can fit on a team that's actually trying to win. And at the end of the mm. day, they knew what he was getting paid, and they were like, "We still see value in him, so we're mm. going to trade for." Him. There was de- there was demand out there. Zach Levine's still young, and there's no demand out there for him with that contract but at it's, all. It's the no trade clause that's the killer. For Bradley Beal, yeah, he waved it, so it's all good. Yeah, he waved it, but like, like yeah. Zach Levine, where is it? Like, if you're that, if you're this age, like, he, I don't think he's he's not even thirty, and teams aren't like wanting you on this deal. 
yeah, yeah. and teams aren't wanting you on that sort of like deal that tells you everything you need to know like brother you have a terrible contract no like brother if you're 32 and teams didn't want that okay that makes sense but you are 27 bro i do i do think he could be 27 are they 27 he has to be 20 he can't be that old he's the same age as like cat and all them like 2014 draft yeah nine years 18 when he was drafted 18 plus 9 27 might need to go back to school here, bud. Sure, he's older than 27. Surely. Oh, if he's older than 27, he's, the max he'll be is 28. My laptop's lagging out. Okay. Here oh, we go. my God. Zach Levine. Yeah. The, the Wi-Fi's not going great. We're going to get it. 28 years old. There you go. One year older. So he's 28 years old. And no one wants him at age 28. That is crazy. Time to yeah. learn Chinese, buddy. It's time to learn, oh, no. brother. He didn't, no. no, he doesn't have to learn Chinese until that contract's over. With that <laughs> amount of money, no, he is not getting waived. They are holding on until the final day. Man. Can... Age 28 and you're already in this situation. Like, bro. And that shows you everything you need to know about the guy, bro. Like, A lot of it is the situation as well. What, the, what are the Chicago Bulls up to? They haven't made a trade for a player since 2021. Oh, it's awful. It's awful, man. But like I said, if I'm the if I'm the the Bulls, I'm this offseason. I'm doing everything I can to get rid of him, bro. Because you've seen this team now, bro. Like Kobe White's been able to elevate his game. Io off, the, he's been able to come. Like people are getting minutes and they're actually showcasing and like they're balling out, showing out. So I'm like, bro, like why do we need you? Like we pay you all this money when you play. We're actually worse. Why do we need you? I'm telling him, bro, kick rocks. We'll trade you somewhere else. I reckon. And see what we can get. get. And they could get like a really good young stud like i'm sure the hawks would consider zach levine for kobe buffkin Maybe. Buffkin. who's that deandre hunter <laughs> he's like a g-leaguer that what? plays with the hawks oh, i didn't even know that was a real guy <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's should, right, but, yeah. right. he's, the, he's the future he's the future oh i'm gonna go all out and get kevin eastbrook Oh yeah, Kevin Eastbrook, shout out to him, bro. He's been yeah. uh he's been solid over the last couple of years, man. But I, I hope he, he showcases himself and balls he out. Got he got cancelled. He got cancelled. But yeah. my worst contract, Chris Middleton. I think, yeah, Chris Middleton, buddy, you are you're something. And it's not something good because come end of well, the last year of that deal, of his deal that he's on right now, three years, will be 25, 20 oh yeah, 2025-26. 34 years old, and he'd be getting paid $34 million with the player option, which he's definitely going to accept because there is no way this guy has got to get more than $34 million, so he's going to accept that. And the Bucks, bro, like, at that point in time, you have, what, a 35-year-old Damian Lillard? And then you have a 34-year-old Middleton who is already starting to decline now? Brother, that's a terrible contract, and I think the, the Bucks are going to be in, in a terrible position. It is awful, but it is more the side effects of that contract. It is really just put the handbrake on the Bucks. They can't the do Bucks, anything, man. Like, yeah, they've got no wiggle room. And the more the NBA and the, or the more they change the CBA and they they add all these things with the the second apron and with all these restrictions on stuff, it's just made this contract worse and worse. Yeah, like that can't even. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Man, that 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 was a perfect example. Like in the NFL, right, there's no way Chris Middleton would have ever got a, a fully guaranteed like if we're in the nfl system in the nba chris middleton would have got what not no way probably like 80 70 percent of that guaranteed so that last 30 percent which probably would be the last year be able to get off that deal but because of the way that the nba works bro he gets all that money and in that player option year which is the age 34 year 34 million he knows he's not getting that he'll accept that and they'll yeah. be in a worse position by and far I, I don't reckon it will change either like no star player is ever gonna if, if they offer you a contract that's not fully guaranteed you can be like oh I'll just leave yeah because someone else yeah it's always the situation someone else is always willing to offer you more money when there's thirty teams you just need one of those thirty teams or you know you, you need a couple of those teams to be interested in you and most of the times there is there's there's always a number that's fully guaranteed for a player shout out Kirk Cousins NFL quarterback no team would offer him the full, fully guaranteed deal so where'd he go Minnesota Vikings three year 84 million dollar deal smartest QB fully guaranteed same thing NBA if they did that players would just go to a, go to a terrible team I don't mind that I'll get my bag if, bro. If, if a team did that Detroit would be like well, mate, we'll guarantee you 
and your kids. Like, come on, just that's what I think they'll do with Tobias Harris, bro. I think they'll give Tobias Harris the bag because Philly won't. Philly won't give him the bag. What a what? You mean DeAndre Hunter? That's another terrible one. You know, that's I I don't like that that deal whatsoever. But you know, the worst the worst contract in the NBA. We didn't even actually mention it. It's not a problem. Oh yeah, yeah Doc. Please say Doc Rivers. Or are you gonna say? No, Monty Monty Williams. Williams. I still think it's Doc. I, I hate Doc, man. No, Patrick Williams is about to get the worst contract in NBA history. No, just... If he, he gets two hundred million, man, I, I, I'm, I'm paying five hundred bucks and trying out for the J League, like Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan. Oh, was that guy? Yeah, I remember that guy, Jonathan. What's his name? Oh, Jonathan Simmons. Is that his name? Yeah. I'm paying five hundred bucks. I'm going trying out for the J League. <laughs> yeah, there's no chance that guy gets that money, bro. And yeah, if Patrick Williams gets that money, then DeAndre Hunter is going to be MVP next year because none of that, none of that shit's happening. <laughs> um, but uh, follow up, guys. Part two from what we discussed last episode: teams that we are up and down on. You know, giving you guys a little bit of verdict. Some of these teams going to the second half of the season post All Star. Who's up? Who's down? Who's got the potential to go all the way? Who's going to be a bust? Um, first team. Los Angeles Clippers, team with the best record, I think, since early December. Are we up or down on the Los Angeles Clippers? Oh, got to be up, eh? Kawhi's creeping into the MVP conversation. These They're looking good. I only say that now because Ethan's not on the podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> if Ethan was on, down. Hella down. down. Down on the Clippers. Down on the Clippers. Nah, I'm I'm down. Yeah, I'm actually down on the Clippers. Though. Nah, I'm up on the Clippers, actually. Yeah, I think the Clippers are on the way up. Uh, yeah, but I think, yeah, they're there. They're, they're definitely started to mold together. They've started to, to figure it out. Like James Harden said, scary hours once we figure it out. And it definitely has been uh, a little bit scary for the league because, yeah, they're, they're starting to take over. They had a few uh, bumps in the road. I think they lost to the Pelicans, I think it was the other day. But other than that, they've been well-oiled machine. They're winning the games that they're supposed to win. And come playoff time, I think that's when That's the real test. Same thing. I kind of want to skip to the playoffs and see how they do there because, yeah, you've got some guys, like I said, you know, Paul George the last time. Oh, no, he was, it was good the last time he was there. But he's just got that stigma that he's a choker, which I think he's proven that he's actually not back when he was on the Pacers. Then 2021, I think, the year when Kawhi got hurt. And even, yeah, the year 2021, I think, when Kawhi was hurt, he took over, was able to do stuff there. So... Can they do it in the playoffs? Can they take over? Can they go all the way? I, because I don't want to pick the Nuggets, I feel like, because in the Nuggets, I've kind of backed them and said, oh, they're going all the way. I think it'll be boring if someone goes back to back. I like this little trend we're on right now of a different champion every single year. So with that being said, your NBA champions will not be the Los Angeles Clippers. (laughs) I I am not throwing all my eggs in one basket on a team at the moment. It's just... That West is so stacked. It's it's too hard. But the eight teams that make the the um West the West playoffs are probably oh eight out of the ten best teams in the league. Like, yeah, I say eight. So yeah. I say out of the twelve. Plus, I don't think like yeah. I feel in the West you're getting done pretty bad because like some of those teams in the East might be able to sweep in the first round, whereas in the in the West. Yeah, like we said, we we're saying before, I think you're going six in most of those first round series, if not all. Yeah, the, the games, the playoffs are going to be lit this year. The West is. Well, yeah. you got to be excited to watch the basketball. It's going to be amazing. Clippers are nice, though. The Clippers, I want to see them go deep. Yeah. So you got them up? You're up, you're up as well? I'm hugely up. Hugely yep. up on the Clippers. Okay, but yeah. so, so we'll do something. Since we're all up. What's the prediction right now? What's your, where do you think they finish? Where do you think the road ends? The end in June lifting Larry O'Brien or where do you think they end? I think uh, it's going to be seven game conference finals. Mm. And uh, whoever wins that is going to win the finals. Whether it's the Clippers, the Nuggets, (laughs) or whoever else. Yeah. Yeah. It's too hard to say. It's too hard to say. It's... Yeah, so that's know, why it's a prediction. That's why it's a prediction. That's why we said make a prediction. Okay, I'll uh, wish finals, wish finals, probably lose finals in the Western Conference finals. Yeah, I'm gonna say West semifinals to the Los Angeles the Lakers. Finals. The Los Angeles Lakers, <laughs> yeah, LA, yeah, like it I said, be... bro, we'll you'll see, you'll see. So, I got the semifinals. The yeah. Lakers, the Lakers will be the team that loses in the first round. 
You'll see, bro. You'll see. You'll yeah. see. Yeah. But no, that's all right. Um, next team up on down on. Been on a thing at the moment. The Oklahoma City Thunder been on a bit of a down patch. Are we up or down on them though? The rest of the season going forward. I'm up, and like I feel like you're. You can't not be up on them really because they're they're so early on into their rise, mm. and like it would have to go absolutely disastrously wrong for mm. them to not continue getting better. If they're losing games at the moment, they've got a good coach. All the good, all the players have got good um, heads on their shoulders. They're going to be learning from it. They're going to be growing. Like, yeah, they're in a bit of a rough rough patch at the moment, but um, I can't see them falling out of the top four. I would love to see them win um, at least one playoff series. I think that would be the only – it would be a disappointment if they lost. But, um, yeah, they need to get some size size at the centre position, get some, get some more good rebounders. But, uh, yeah, they're bright. They're, they're huge up I'd be disappointed if anyone stays down. Oh, I'll I'll say out mainly because they signed Gordon Hayward. Like Josh Giddy is, yeah, he's 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 being replaced by Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward will be good for them, especially yeah. on the perimeter. Like Josh Giddy was, he, he's a problem for the Thunder. I feel like mm. he's got such a high ceiling, and he's had such a mixed bag this season. He's gone like. Up till recently, he was on a bit of a tear, and then um, yeah, he's kind of dropped off again. It's, but that start of season form, it's this. It's now the centers are guarding Josh Giddy instead of Chet. Like yeah, the which is your problem? Like the yeah, the Fords are taking Chet on the three. So like like today, the Mavericks played them, and Gafford was just sitting in the paint. Help help defense on Shea, and it, yeah, it definitely hurt the Thunder today. And yeah. Teams are going to pick up on that, and it's going to hurt Shea in the playoffs too. If if Josh Giddy is wide open in the corner and can't handle shots, yeah, Giddy won't get big minutes in the playoffs. I think that's why Haywood's a nice, good insurance policy because Haywood, you'll be able to play him on there. He can hit the three. It allows Chet to have the ability to go one on one with actual centers, and that's when he's able to just destroy and go to work or open up the floor because they have to respect his three point shot. Um, yeah, but going forward, same thing. I am up on the Thunder because, like I said. Just going back to the first half of the season, no expectation. Second half of the season, it still carries over, right? There's no, there's no expectation for them to be in this position. I think whatever happens this season is all beneficial. It's all good. Even if they got in the first round, who cares? In my opinion, who cares? Your expectation wasn't to win a championship. This will be great learning experience. Because if you think about it, the way that they would have grown then, even whatever round they go out in, last year they lost in the play-in, They've used that as a learning learning experience. They've all gotten better, come back. J-Dub has gotten better. Shea has come back even better. Chet's come back, plugged in, been an amazing player. Come in the first round, maybe you lose. Okay, if you make it the second round, okay, you lose, whatever. You you take that, all good. Use that same experience like you did last time. Go back to the drawing board, build again. You might have the ability to go add someone in free agency or come back with the same guys, much improved. And then you go, go again next year where there'll be actual expectation. I think next year, that's when you start you know, it's it's time, you know, next season. But for this season, I'm up going forward. I think they've done what they're supposed to do. Keep using that experience. Keep growing. And like I said, my prediction, I said this three years ago, they're going to win two titles before the end of this decade. So book it. I think they'll do it. Yeah, well, when you think about it, that kind of, you know, you can talk yourself into that because, like, their second and third best player would be really surprising to see, to, to not see them be all-stars over the next five years. Mm. Like, J Dub, he he he's got a he's got a deep bag and Chet, like his ceiling is so high. He's not it doesn't have the 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 ceiling of Wimbanyana, but like he's got a really, really high ceiling. Like all, all I reckon all NBA first second kind of ceiling. And all star, like, yeah, hundred percent. I agree, I agree. He has got a deep bag of zest, that's what he's got. <laughs> that's where where, it's where have you been? <laughs> Bro, that thing is all over my TikTok. I just can't get you know. I might, I think I might re- reset my TikTok, bro. I can't keep seeing that. It's just too much. Uh, and like, I the thing I like the most is like everyone's talking about how there's less and less Americans in the NBA, and they went out and got Abraham Lincoln to come play. So like, you know, <laughs> he's true blue. So that's no, good. That's good. So we all up on the thunder. That's good. We're good. We're positive. So that's two straight ups. Now I'm very fascinated to see this next one. Next team, are we up or down on the New York Knickerbockers? Okay, well, up again. <laughs> oh, you're up. Yeah, up. Are you well, down? Just, they've made big trades. 
They've made, made big trade. We've got to just ride it out for the end of the season, see how well they do. OG's out for three, four weeks or whatever. Hopefully he comes back. I'd like to see the Knicks make a good run in the playoffs. First time in years. I'd love to see a good like Jalen Brunson series where he just comes out and demolishes the team. I feel like he's that kind of dog who's just going to be an animal in the playoffs for like years and years to come. Speaking of the animal, Batista, thumbs up, thumbs down. All down on the Knicks, bro. Down on the Knicks. Don't give a don't give a fuck about your moves. Down on the Knicks. Down on the Knicks. They, bro, <laughs> you think that stuff did anything for me? You think those trades convinced me? Hell no. Hell no. Didn't get, nah. Didn't, didn't convince me, bro. Like okay. I said, so what, they could win the best round, but I don't think they could win after that. No way. So you reckon second round exit? Second round exit. No, no okay. chance. I don't think they've got a, like I said, I love Jalen Brunson, but like I said, this is not the season. Next season after they trade Julius Randle, that's when it'll be time. This season, yeah. nah. Yeah. So what the are they the fourth seed at the moment? Fourth seed. So they get home. I think. I think they'll definitely get home court advantage. That's why I think they'll win round one. Oh, I think, yeah. Because second round they'll have um the Celtics. Yeah. So, yeah. so I don't think they can beat the Celtics. No chance. Hell no. So next I'm down. Next I'm next time I'm down. You can call me a hater, but like I said, I just think the situation doesn't line up. I don't think they can beat the Celtics in the second round. And even if they face someone else, let's say for example. Uh, okay, let's say they finish fourth seed right now, right? So the Knicks would have to lose. If they finish third seed, first round, who are they facing? Let's see. Would it be Indiana Pacers? Could it be the Indiana Pacers? Um, okay. I like they could beat the Pacers. They could beat the Pacers. Yeah, and then second round, who would they face? So then second round, then if you finish right. third, second round, you're facing the Cavs. The winner of the Cavs I, and I the Magic, who I think would be the Cavs. I back them against the Cavs. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so if, if they finish third and then it's the Cavs in second, okay, then I'll okay. But if they so, finish where they are right now, which is fourth, goodbye in the second round and goodbye, Julius Randall. Pack up your uh condo in Manhattan. You are going to somewhere else that's not New York. Sorry. Yeah. Next next verse hate who you got. Oh, next. Next. This is I can't pick that because uh, <laughs> what round? What round would it be? <laughs> first, first round. Oh, so yeah. they play them in the first round. Uh, give me. <laughs> I just don't know, but I have to give the heat. Uh, I would have to say the heat. I just I, don't, I don't think know. I can trust the Knicks, man. I just don't think I can. Yeah, bro. Just... The Heat are a different demon in the in the play. Yeah, it's a combination of that and the fact that Julius Randle plays so bad against, like, the Heat and just in the playoffs in general. So I'm like, bro, like, the Heat just know Spolstra just knows how to... Guys who aren't built, like, really built like that for the playoffs, Spolstra knows how to shut them down badly and, like, almost to a point, like, embarrass them. And I feel like that's all... This zone... The Heat zone defense is also so good. <laughs> yeah. But even when they go, when like... They run their zone... Even if they go to man-to-man defense, they're still able to kind of... They're able to contain duelists because the way that they help on him, it just makes it tough for him. And him passing out of double teams for some reason against the Miami Heat, he just turns into just like the worst passer, just gives away the ball for free. So that'll be another thing. Just double him, force him. Yeah, force the ball out of his and Brunson's hands, force everyone else to beat you. Then, yeah, first round, but give me the next got They got Burks. They got other guys, OG. You can't forget about them. Uh when when he plays the Celtics in that second round series, I'm gonna this 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 whole clip right here that when I've been talking about Bogdan, I'm just gonna play that alongside him when he's getting blown by Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum's going by him, Jalen Brown's going by him, Derek White's going by him. Yeah. I'll be like, I try to tell you guys. Good luck to the Knicks though. Good luck to the Knicks, but I am down. But you two are up, right? You two are up. Yeah, but only because of the recent moves. Yeah, I was I was up like I was up on them saying they were going to win the championship. I was just going to say say I like them as my like third favorite team in the in the East. Yeah, 
Okay. No, I respect it. I respect it. Um, on to a team in the West. A team in the West that uh, we were talking earlier, talking about earlier. Uh, made some nice little moves. Added PJ Washington. Added Daniel Gafford. The Dallas Mavericks. Are we up or down on them going forward the rest of the season? I'm down. Ooh. Okay. I'm up on them. Yeah, that they made some nice moves, but like, you know, show me, show me some like, show me a good like winning streak or something. Move up this, move up the standings. I feel like PJ mm. Washington, Gafford, they aren't gonna, they're not gonna get you to the conference finals. You know. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I just want to see, I want to see the results. Yeah. Like, and we got the energy year, players, the the energy players on the Mavs. Was that? I feel like they take a lot of the pressure off Luca. Like, just being lob threats where Luca can just drive, do his little slow thing, and then just pop it off to one of the bigs. They, and they PJ Washington's the deadly three-point shooter in the corner. And I don't know. They were, they were good today when the Thunder didn't know what to expect. But, like, over time, teams are going to be able to game plan for it, you know? Hmm. So, yeah. Game I plan just, for Luca. How do you do that? No game plan for Gafford and PJ Washington. They can like eliminate those guys as threats. Yeah, because you've seen that. Like once you take, once you you can't play. You see Luca in the playoffs all the time. If you let Luca beat you, cool, beat us. Don't care. Score forty five. Yeah. These other guys. Is Kyrie going to be healthy? Yeah. What can the other guys do? So are the others other guys going to be healthy? So it's like it's difficult they, to they be, they, to gauge. They don't have Seth Curry anymore either. So yeah, it's not like that. It's all. I know. I just don't think this has moved the needle for me too much. Like, I reckon. Well, I they might win. I don't. I can't see them making it out of the first round if they're not if they don't have home court advantage. Hmm. Well, they're not. They're not going to have home court advantage. It's pretty. Yeah, obvious. I can't see them making it out of the first round. So, <laughs> so Trey, you're um, up on. So Trey, you're up. So Jed, you're down. Trey, are you up or are you down? Yeah, I'm up. I'm up on them. What do you pay? Down. Because I'm just looking at the long-term trajectory. Like, you think about it. Luca's same thing as what LeBron was early in his career. Every single year after a certain point, it becomes, now it's championship. You've made the conference finals. Now the, the expectation or the goal is to get some MVPs, make it to the finals, win a championship. And I just don't think any of these moves have got them closer if that's the goal. Same thing as I was saying last time about, um, was it the the heat? Yeah, your goal your goal at every point in time is now, or every single season is championship. I don't think they've got closer to that. Like, you've added some good pieces, yeah, that are, I mean, good additional pieces, but I still think wing defender-wise, they're lacking. Just don't know if I can trust Kyrie to be healthy come playoff time. I feel like Luke, the defensive effort, although Lucas said that he's worked to become more, you know, put more effort in defensively, still lacks defensively. And like I said, we've seen that in games. That Celtics game two weeks ago, perfect example. The Celtics said, oh, you can cook us an offense? Cool. Come back down. Whoever's Whoever Luke is guarding, come up and screen Jason Tatum. Go one-on-one Jason Tatum. And it was blow by Central. And as much as Luka can say, look, I love Luka. He's probably my favorite player to watch other than LeBron. But defensively, bro, no, there's it's just not, no. This is not happening. I think I'm down. If you're, if the goal is championship, which I think it is for them, down. So we have been all, all, all over. So, well, it's only, or well, it's a Tracy, the only one that's up. Me and Jed are down purely because of the expectation that we believe that they have. So, okay, that's fine. Mavs, down on the Mavs, man. Well, good, good. Um, Well, fellas, a uh, little bit interesting this week. Got something for you. So, uh, told you guys, we got a trivia question for you. So, uh, this week in the NBA, Kobe, Bean, Bryant got uh, the statue up in LA. The first of three is what we heard as well. Um, I could Vanessa draw a better Bryant. statue than that with my eyes closed. Well, they did say they did say that eyes were deceived. What you saw on the thing was deceiving. Actually, person, they said it looked pretty good. But yeah, Vanessa Bryant in her speech said that um, yeah, that's a, that's the pose that Kobe picked. So if you don't like it, then. What I thought was it kick rocks or something like that? She said, um, but yeah, got got us got me thinking. What in the NBA, right? Which other players have got their statue up at uh, at a location at one of the the NBA locations? So there's third, including Kobe. There's thirteen players who've got a statue at uh, one of the NBA arenas. So who are the other? Well, yeah, who are the other twelve? Sure. Dirk's so, got a fading one. Yeah, so I, I went and seen the Dirk one. 
Absolutely okay, no. so here we go. So you can do it. We'll get you guys to do it together. Because I got the list here, so I'll get you guys to do it together. So you got it. So first, okay, so first one's easy. You got Kobe. Then second one, you guys got Dirk. Okay, so you're two in. Yep. You're eleven to go. Jordan. Yeah, you got Please. Jordan. Nah, yep. Jordan does not have one. Michael Jordan, you. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. I think you mean Jordan <laughs> Farmer, bro. He, you did. No, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's got one. I'm, I'm sure he's got one at, uh, like you know, washed up. Oh, don't do this. Okay, so John Wall doesn't have one, does he? Oh, he's got a mural. Is it John Wall? Okay, he's got a a mural. I think, bro, statue, bro. Come on, man. Statue, come on now. It's heat for the Lakers. So you've got Kareem at the Lakers. Do you have Kareem with the Lakers? Is it with the Lakers? Shaq. Oh, okay, hold on. Okay, so you guys got Kareem. Okay, so you've got Kareem. Yep. Yeah, Shaq. Yeah, you Shaq. Yeah, Shaq. Baylor, you got Baylor. Yeah. Yep. Um, does Jerry West have one? I feel like Jerry West. Jerry West does, does have one indeed as well. Yep. Yep. Oh, uh, wow. Other teams then as well. Okay, so you guys have got. Does, one, does, two, does Larry Bird have, have one? Seven. Does Larry Bird have one? Larry Bird indeed does have one. There you go. So, so um, then you've got you've got a head. Oh wait. But, Bill Russell. Hold on a second. I did not put Larry Bird down on here. Oh my god. My list is officially actually in a situation. One, two, three, four, five, six. Keep keep naming names though. Bill Russell. Bill I feel Russell. like Bill Russell's definitely got to have one. Eleven championships. Bill so Russell. does the Celtics just have none? Bill Russell does have one. No, Larry Bird has one, so does uh Bill Russell apparently. Let me, just fa- let me just fact check over here, guys, because what I saw might have just been incorrect. But you guys, you guys are on the right track, so keep going. Carl Malone? Yes, indeed. Carl Malone does have one in front. And I feel of, like Stockton's got one. Yep, Stockton does have one. Malone does have yep. one as well. So how many are we at? So you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten at the moment. You're missing one, two... KG, does KG have one Three. for the T Wolves? No, he does not. KG does not have one. Um, Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce does Davis not have up. one. Paul Pierce does not have one. Dwayne uh, Wade doesn't have one, does he? No, but D- Dwayne Wade's one is coming soon. Apparently, is what I heard. So that could have been one, but oh, yeah. doesn't count. Doesn't count. It- it's coming though. Reggie Miller. Does Reggie Miller have one? For Reggie the Miller does not have one. Yeah. I thought yeah. we... it's so uh, and did Duncan have one out? Uh Tim Duncan does not have a statue, no. No. Um just trying to think of the teams out there. Anyone from the Pistons? From the Pistons? Does Big O? No. Big O? Big O does oh, Big O. Hold on. Give me one second. Give me one second. Big O does not have one. Okay. You guys are missing a pretty easy one. I don't know if you said him before. Lakers. Oh, Will Chamberlain. Magic Johnson. What? There you go. I said I did say Magic. By the way. Okay, I thought that's what I was saying. I was like, I thought one of you guys might have said it earlier, but you did get Walt right. But what team? It's not the Lakers. Uh, Philadelphia the Warriors. Yes, got it with Philadelphia. Okay, um, there is a couple here that are that are left. Um, okay, I can't. I won't say the teams just yet because it'll make it a little bit easier. So I'll start giving you some hints. So you've Bro- got. Westbrook's still playing. OG. Uh, You've got... Uh, oh, I'm trying to... Got LeBron's there. got... Le- LeBron's got one for Cleveland, does he? No. Ewing? Does Ewing have one? Ewing does not have one. Uh, did you guys say Julius Irving? I just said Irving, just then. Julius okay. Irving. Yep. There you go. Julius Irving. Boom. Uh, Hakeem Olajuwon. Yes. I Apparently he does. Before. On NBA.com, they say he does it, but... They say he does of other sources, so we will count um, that. I also just said Hakeem before. Okay, I did not hear Hakeem, but well, okay. <laughs> there's a there's another guy. Uh, I'll make this one easy. There's another guy on the Bulls that apparently has one, which I don't think is true. Jed, can Pippen. you confirm for us? Pippen. Does Pippen have one uh, there? No, I haven't been. I didn't go to Chicago. Okay, all right. They say he does on here. So I'll just put it in, but he's not on my official one. There's two more that are very difficult. I just. You guys, I'll give you an opportunity to, to get them. 
No, no, no. Come on, man. Don't do that. He is... Uh, let me think of a way to give you the clue. Amazing dunk. Dominique Wilkins. There you go. Dominique Wilkins. I was thinking Dominique... Because uh, I feel like there was one of someone dunking. Yeah. Is he dunking in it? I think so. I think so. I don't have the pictures with me, but I think he might be. Because surely, that's human that's highlight reel, you have to. This is the now... One. The last one is a very difficult one. Lakers. Oh, oh. Um, it's not like it's not, but it can't be Byron Scott. Can't be like that. <laughs> Who says it's not, bro? <laughs> is it actually? No. Um, it's AC Sol? Green. Oh, AC Green. Yeah. Uh, makes... Yeah. No. Right, no. No. It's not AC Green. Oh. Gasol. <laughs> it's, not... uh, it's not Gasol, is it? Nah, not uh, Gasol. Got his jersey, but not the statue. It is. Um. It's early. It's early days. Eh? Here's a clue. Oh, why can't I give you another one, can I? They've got a basketball drill named after him. Famous drill. You go under the basket, do a ton of layups, both hands. They James Worthy. No. Five letters. Starts with an N. <laughs> Lakers, but Minneapolis Lakers. <laughs> Neekin. George Mikan. There you go. Bing, bing, oh. bing. There we go. All the it's players tough. with statues. How good. I did not think you guys would get my I like that. It's good. Well, I had to force all the clues out there because I was like, oh, these I, I knew Lakers had so many. I, I knew the Lakers had so many. I didn't realize the Lakers actually had that much. Bro, the yeah. Lakers literally just give everyone a statue, bro. Okay. They, you say they give everyone a statue, but those are like, they have like, Three or four of the greatest players of all time in there. Okay. Yeah. We'll be back again next week with a, with another trivia question to challenge you a little bit. But that was pretty good. I did not think you guys would be able to reel off those 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 statues that quick. I thought you guys would take a little bit more time. So that's some, some good uh, historical knowledge from you, fellas. Uh, yeah, good stuff, man. Again, thank you so much for the support to reiterate what the fellas said. We really appreciate it. We're going to keep the content coming out for you guys. We know you love it. We love producing it for you. Uh, more NBA to come. And I say, we're getting closer and closer to the, the playoffs. Next time we release an episode, we're a week away from the All-Star game. So we love doing it. Um, Actually, last thing. Hey, San Francisco, if you're watching this from San Fran, down the 49ers, babies, Chiefs Nation all the way, Super Bowl eight Tomorrow for us, New Zealand, Paddy Mahomes put that MVP, Travis Kelsey scored a touchdown, Isaiah Pacheco to go for 100 yards. It's, it's happening back to back. I'm not a Chiefs fan. But I don't want the Niners to win. I hate Niner gang. Chiefs Nation up, baby. Um, that is the Dunk Dynasty podcast for another episode. We'll catch you again on the next one. Peace out. Yep.